Well, good evening. Oh, hello. I can hear you on my phone, too. Good times. <laughs> it wouldn't be the average minute without some technical difficulties. The usual. Yeah. So, it's been a week. Good Thanksgiving. Uh, did, did you enjoy your time up north? Uh, we did. We did. Uh, got off to a bit of a rocky start, but uh, no elk through the windshield or anything like that. I th- just I think I'd be on the news if it, if that happened. <laughs> no, there was no catastrophes or anything. It was just uh, not super ideal. So uh, we. Uh, as most people know, um, we upgraded from our old travel trailer, uh, that we've had for years to an RV, uh, motorhome, like a class a, so really looking forward to getting that up there and, uh, doing our camping trip in that this year. Um, you know, and one of the advantages to having an RV like this is you have an onboard generator to where you don't have to get up at two, three o'clock in the morning when it's 14 degrees outside and put gas in the generator to keep the heat on. Right. You can so generator all night and then be out of gas and have to call for fuel. No, no. It, well, I mean, I guess if you put yourself in that situation, but I mean, this rig stores 90 gallons of fuel. So, um, there's that, but, uh, um, at home, uh, 90 gallons times five is $450 to fill. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not cheap. Right. But so we have our whole family uh, goes up for, for Thanksgiving. So uh, meanwhile, we still haven't sold the old travel trailer. It's still in our possession. So we're like, Hey, have the kids take that up the hill. Right. And then we can have the RV and the travel trailer, um, you know, dueling campsites. Right. But so I'm on a Havasu run to pick that thing up. Yeah. Yeah. So the weekend prior to Thanksgiving, uh, the, the boys went up to uh, Havasu, grabbed the travel trailer, brought it back down, you know, and I totally stripped it of the propane and the batteries, all that kind of stuff. Cause it was just sitting in, in storage in Havasu. So um, had all that stuff in the garage, no problem. They bring it back to the house get it all loaded up, get the RV all loaded up. You know, we've had plenty of time. The RV just stays in the garage at the house. So it's loaded at your convenience. So for the last, you know, week and a half, we've been loading things into the RV, getting everything ready for Thanksgiving. So it wasn't just a last minute, Hey, we have three hours to get the RV loaded and, and take off for the trip. So, and actually that would be uh, you podcasting while uh, Mrs. Average loaded the RV. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, okay. pretty much that. So I last Tuesday, about that. <laughs> I get credit where credit's due. Right, right. So, um, I was also <clears> podcasting <throat> while Mrs. Average was loading the RV. <laughs> um, so we leave. Uh, we leave super early Wednesday morning. Um, get all the way up. Get all the way up to uh, Happy Jack area where we camp. And I've always done it in years past when I've taken the, the travel trailer, towing it up with a truck. I don't like to tow uh, loaded down, right? So it's got 40-gallon uh, water tank, fresh water holding tank. You know, you make sure everything's empty. You fill everything when you get up the hill. You got a, they got a gas station right there. You got Happy Jack Lodge uh, right there at Clint's Well where you can fill water, you can fill propane, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. And we've always done that in years past. So we get all the way up the hill. Meanwhile, the RV is loaded down. I got, you know, I filled water here. Propane was full. Everything, you know, everything's good to go. So we get both rigs up, up the hill and we get to the boys stop at the gas station to get propane and water. And the guy at the gas station is like, you're going to have to come back. Meanwhile, it's eight o'clock in the morning when we get up there. Um, the guy at the gas station says, uh, you guys are going to have to come back in about an hour or so. Uh, I'm the only one that can do propane and I'm the only one here. Uh, oh, and no water, uh, water is totally shut down for winter. Uh, we've winterized everything. 
you know. And I'm like, oh, shit. All right. So go to Happy Jack Lodge. That's like a mile away. Go over there. I've always been able to fill at Happy Jack Lodge. Um, so we go there. They go, yeah, we can do propane. No water, though. Water's totally shut down. Winterized. You can't get water. You think water would be a little bit more necessity than propane? Well, the thing is, propane, you you don't have to winterize it, right? Like the water station, the... The, the propane isn't going to freeze. Right. The, the, the water, yeah, the water freezes. So they shut down the, the water fill station. Meanwhile, it, it, that's happened to me four times in the last six years where, where they've said, oh, yeah, our fill station is shut down. But pretty here, sure go pattern, actually. Just well, no, no, no. But but in every year past, they go, hey, just pull up to campsite, whatever. They got full hookups at their campsites there at the lodge. Oh. So they go pull up to campsite, whatever. It's a pull through. Just let us know how many gallons, you know, you can fill there. No problem. But this year they're like, nope, can't even do that. Everything's shut down. No water, whatever. Mm-hmm. Go to the ranger station. And I'm like, well, the ranger station, they'll only give you 10 gallons of water, right? Like, that's the thing. You can you can get water at the ranger station, but uh, up to 10 gallons. So I'm like, you know what? 10 gallons is better than zero. So we go to the ranger station. I talked to the ranger, like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes talking to this guy. And he gives me the old wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, yes, get your 10 gallons. But, you know, the sub subtext is get what you need. Right. Like fill up your rig and uh, pancakes. Yeah. Go, go, go out there, get it all hooked up. Uh, get the hose out, do everything. And uh, yeah, water pump is frozen. Can't, can't get water. They probably should have realized it. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And so at this point, you know, I mean, this is the third place we've been and no water. Right. So I'm like, you know what? And the, and then the, this other lady comes out and she goes, Oh yeah, well it's probably frozen. I mean, meanwhile, it's, it's probably 28 degrees or or 30 degrees you know and she goes definitely frozen she goes uh uh, you'll have to wait until the sun gets about (laughs) here you know and she's showing pointing at the sky and she's like i'm thinking come back around noon or so and meanwhile it's you know it's nine o'clock at this point and um and we're like all right it meanwhile where we normally camp is i don't know two miles down the road so not the end of the world but I'm like, I told I'm like, let's go to the campsite. We'll get everything all set up. And, uh, and, um, don't, we don't have to get the trailer set up. We'll get the RV set up and everything like that. You guys can come bring it, swing it back by around noon and get your, get your water. Um, meanwhile, they had already gone back to the gas station, got the propane filled. Uh, so that wasn't an issue, but, um, <clears throat> so get to the campsite start getting everything all set up meanwhile the boys instantly unhook the trailer get that all and i'm going what what are you doing <laughs> you, you have to get this back oh no we're gonna go we're gonna go get five gallon jugs of water and oh, and, yeah. Yeah. and pour it pour it in right and yeah. it's like okay well that that seems reasonable are they doing uh, it from the creek also or no 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 they're they're like oh well you know out of the the 17,000 pounds of dry goods and other sundries that we have packed into this RV. Apparently Mrs. Average had a whole other list of items that she needed that she was going to send the boys to Walmart. And I'm like, we're 40 miles from Walmart. You got, (laughs) you got one in Payson and you got one in Winslow. They're about equidistant, you know, so choose your own adventure, but we're 40 miles from Walmart, but okay. Go to Walmart, get your, get your stuff. Right. So I'm I'm still working on getting the RV set up, get it all leveled out and everything, start unpacking everything. I go to fire up the onboard generator just to make sure everything's copacetic. Can't get the thing to st- like it starts uh doesn't doesn't stay running. Starts, shuts oh. off. Start, shuts. Off. Um it's been a while. Yeah. But it's called varnish in the, you know, fuel but you you'd be right. Right. Well, so I wasn't um I couldn't couldn't get it uh couldn't keep it running um and it i was at it for a while and i mean i had everything taken up i was cleaning the the 
um, airflow sensor in the carburetor. Like I, I was, I had it all taken apart. I was do you know, cleaning the oil pressure switch, you know, um, like it, 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 there was a number of, number of things that, that I was going through, you know, meanwhile, we have no cell service. We have one, we have one phone amongst us that has cell service. Um, and mine is not one of them. Who was that carrier that had cell service? Let's give them a free plug. Uh, I actually, I don't even know. Cause it wasn't my phone. Um, it was one of the kids, but, um, anyway, it, I'm like, you know what? I got to get, I'm going to go to Walmart with you guys. Right? <laughs> like, I, I got to get away from this. And, um, uh, so we, we make the trek up to Winslow, uh, to get a, uh, whatever list of list of stuff and get five gallon jugs of water and whatnot. Meanwhile, as soon as we get into an area where I have cell service, I'm like on the phone with, uh, Onan Cummins support about the general, like, Hey, maybe somebody go over the phone can troubleshoot, whatever. And, uh, finally, finally get somebody on the phone. He's like, yeah, I can't do anything without a serial number of the, of the generator, which I don't have. So yeah. I'm calling, I'm trying to get a hold of Kelly, you know, and finally get a hold of Kelly. She's able to pull the, the serial number off of the generator. And the guy says, uh, get the trouble code. You know, there's like this sequence you have to do with the start button, the stop button, and then it'll flash the, the code uh -huh. yeah. to, you know that's that's the trouble code so i call the guy back with all that information he goes yeah it could be uh one of three issues it's definitely electrical it's giving you a, a over voltage code and whatever could be the inverter it could be the the switch you know and and he's like you need to test this test this uh resistance all you know all this kind of stuff and i'm like 40 miles away I'm 40, I'm 40 miles away from the rig we're out in the middle of nowhere uh he goes yeah you're probably not diagnosing this in the field uh, so you need to get it into a professional. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not going to do me any good right now. So now I'm like, great. I'm in Winslow and I need to buy a generator. Cause I'm not, you know, we have, we have the two, we have these two compact generators, the Honda, like suitcase ones that pair with each other, um, that we've had for years that we use for the travel trailer. And that's what we have, you know, for that. And, um, and I'm going, well, how am I going to power, how am I going to power the RV? So I'm going, I need to buy a generator that can at least give me 30 amp service. You know, meanwhile, I'm, uh, the RV has 50 amp, but I can run the bare necessities on 30 amps. So uh -huh. I'm like, worst case scenario, I'll just get a, get a generator that gives me 30 amp service and, um, whatever I get, it is. Low? What's that? They got a Lowe's or a Home Depot in Winslow? Uh, no. So. So, so yeah, so now I'm in Winslow. I need a generator, and there's nowhere to buy a generator. They have a uh, an a um, an independent hardware store, Sam's or something like that. It's some independent hardware store. They don't have Ace Hardware. They don't have anything. No tractor supply. None of that stuff. Uh, we call there. It is probably two o'clock in the afternoon at this point, and um, you know, the day before Thanksgiving and I'm sitting there going, dude, if we don't get, if we don't get somewhere that has a generator fast, like we're going to be SOL call the, call the one hardware store in town. And they're like, yeah, we don't have any generators, but there's an equipment rental place around the corner. You might be able to rent one. And I'm like, all right, that makes a lot of sense. That's even maybe, I don't, yeah, maybe I don't have to buy one. Maybe I can just rent one. Um, get the address to there. Uh, nobody's answering the phone and we're like, well, let's just go there. We go there places like boarded up. <laughs> There's nobody, <laughs> nobody there. Like, not one piece of equipment in the yard. Nothing. It's just it's it's done. And we're like, okay, great. Uh, fortunately, uh, our daughter and uh, our youngest son, he hasn't. Uh, they haven't left. They're still in Buckeye. They were coming up um, that evening, so I was able to get a hold of uh, Jordan and have him run to Tractor Supply. I'd be like, dude just let me know how much it is. We'll transfer money to your account, whatever, go buy a generator. Uh, so he was able to buy one and bring it up with him Wednesday night. But so now we're stuck. Now we have this other generator. If anybody's in need of a brand new used <laughs> we, one, we've got a fire sale coming up soon. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was how our trip started and uh, no real big catastrophes other than, other than that. But it was just kind of one of those, the first, you know, the start to our trip was, was rocky as all hell so 
I ended up going through about 400 rounds of ammo (laughs) that weekend just because I was so, you know, frustrated with. So my dream of uh, having my first Thanksgiving where I don't have to get up at two or three in the morning to put gas in the generator, that's not a thing. So I'll have to wait for next year for that. But then you had dropped a couple hundred bucks in rounds, too, on top of the generator cost. uh, Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to do that anyway, just because, you know, reasons. But um <laughs> yeah so we we got up to a bit of a bit of a rocky start but everything went everything went pretty smooth after that um i i gotta clean the shit out of this rv though it is thrashed um there's just like dirt and mud all all over on the inside like you, there's no way to keep it clean when you're up there boondocking like that so it's gonna be gonna take a minute to, yeah, take, up. The, the only question everybody that's you know listening wants to hear is uh how did jordan do on the uh, tequila contest so he dead um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on um, duty you can't kill him <laughs> uh no he i uh we he didn't he didn't die but he was mostly dead um so um jordan and our oldest boy um his his uh fiance um they both tag team tried to tequila battle me and um yeah they both ended up uh battling each other with who could puke more (laughs) Um, that's what happened (laughs) we drank we drank um so i had bought a a costco bottle of hornitos um and then they had brought up a a fifth of uh of hornitos Mm -hmm. And so we went, we killed the fifth first and then got halfway through the uh, Costco bottle of tequila and uh, they both started puking uh, before dinner. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Always makes your dinner taste a little better after you vomit. Uh, no, they, they didn't make dinner. They, it was, it was puke. There was no puke and rally. It was puke and night, night, you know, they were done. It was, it was copious amounts of tequila. So. Uh, meanwhile, dinner was great. I was fine. So I woke up, woke up Friday morning, felt fantastic. So <laughs> I guess I just have a little more experience with tequila. It's, it's probably the uh, liver doesn't process as efficiently as the younger generation does. I, I tend to uh, use that to my advantage multiple times. Hmm. That's a good point. Uh, so that's why, I but yeah, he more, that's what it is. Yeah, but that's that's pretty much the uh, the highs and the lows of my Thanksgiving. I didn't uh, we didn't have any uh, any real other major happenings or catastrophes or anything. Um, so how about you? You uh, I saw I finally once I think I got caught up on social media when I got back to civilization, saw your post about the uh, turkey sandwich. So. That was a success. Uh, that is always my goal of Thanksgiving Day. Is, um, years ago, I think I told the story already, but I'll just give the quick recap of I started cooking turkey dinner because I didn't want to go to Cracker Barrel for dinner, which is what my uh, ex-wife's plan was. And so I've cooked dinner every year. I do everything. I clean up afterwards. I you know cater to everyone. And my goal is to sit there with my TV tray and have a turkey sandwich around seven or eight o'clock. And it worked out great. Uh, my uh, kids came and uh, my son's roommate, uh, who's from Massachusetts. I still can't say that word, but I'm going to keep trying. Uh, <laughs> he came uh, and it was kind of fun to have, uh, you know, just a different perspective for, you know, my, my kids and I are boring. We all have a routine for what Thanksgiving is. Uh, we've done it over and over again. It's kind of sad that my uh, mom wasn't able to come out this year. Uh, we usually fly her out and that's probably the best part of the story, but we'll get to that later. Uh, uh, for me, uh, Thanksgiving doesn't start until I put the, uh, horde of wars out. And as uh, previously stated, horde of wars are basically clam dip and, uh, maybe a shrimp cocktail and a veggie tray, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't do the veggie tray this year. So I, I let some people down that we all know dear to our hearts. <laughs> a veggie tray. Uh, and so I basically just, I, I threw the clam dip out and, you know, you, you think this kid from uh, Massachusetts 
Was that closer? It feels closer. Uh, no, it was <laughs> that was the same. Yeah. Should I say Boston, even though he's nowhere near Boston? They all know Boston. <laughs> uh, Everybody assumes that Boston is <laughs> in Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah, you can't say it either. Uh, and so uh, anyway, Massachusetts. I, I throw out clam dip and, you know, there's clams in Massachusetts. I'm going to keep butchering it. I don't care. Uh, and I threw that out and I Thanksgiving started and uh, my the, the friend goes, what does that mean to my son? And my son goes, that means clam dips on the counter. He's all, clam dip? What the hell is clam dip? And he's all, you won't like it, which is what we always say when I cook something everybody loves is you won't like it because that leaves mm-hmm. us. And so the kid's like reticent and he comes over and grabs a couple of the shrimp cocktail and eats that and just kind of looks at both my kids just, you know, face diving into the bowl of clam dip. And then he finally reaches over and grabs a chip and he's all, what's in this? And I just go, it's a lot of fucking mayonnaise. <laughs> a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> And of course, clams. Uh, and yeah, so that started us off right, and that the, the kid kind of just you know he had that you know first time he you know hanging out with a family and doesn't know anybody, and you know that awkward moment that I'm sure everyone has had when you got invited to you know Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner when you had nowhere else to go, so you, you just went there. He he was doing that for a pretty good time. I will tell you that you know, and I hope he listens to this because that punk ass kid sat in my chair watching the football game, which is you know. I think, Show some respect. Oh, oh, in your uh, chair. Uh, I was actually cooking the entire time, so uh, you know, it was all right. And then when uh, I had a little break and took my chair back because he was up, I actually felt bad when he came back because you know I am supposed to be the host. So I, I went ahead and uh, turned on the TV on the back patio and sat back there and watched it for a while while things were cooking. And so did the turkey in the roaster oven. And about the last hour, I put it on the uh, uh, smoker. Uh, I did send the the group, the picture of my uh, turkey wrapped in bacon, but I didn't think uh, when you put it on the smoker, you take the bacon off because that bacon's nasty. Uh, mm-hmm. But it really just makes the turkey super moist. And I forgot to take the finishing product because as soon as I carved into it, I just had a you know bunch of wild animals coming over and stealing turkey. So it, it didn't last right. long. Uh, I went ahead and bought a small bird this year because uh, I'm used to just me and my son only eating the turkey because my daughter was vegetarian up to this year. And Mm-hmm. her fair share and i introduced her to turkey sandwiches so nice so that was that was a good good little treat to not have to make a separate tofu turkey bullshit thing that <laughs> don't eat either it's not uh, a thing the to tofurkey or whatever what do yeah, they call like it yeah. <laughs> and she's all it tastes good i'm all it's it's basically rubber flavored like turkey. <laughs> I don't know how they do that. it's synthetic it's not even <laughs> It's not even like anything real. I don't think it's considered food by the FDA. Uh, it, it's basically like a processed cheese food, except for they shape it like a turkey. Right. Uh, and so that was the extent of our uh, Thanksgiving, uh, our little adventure. We tried to do something the Friday after Thanksgiving, me and the kids. And uh, for the longest time, it was my mom when she came to visit. If she was here, she'd have gone also. Uh, but this year my son got to pick and, uh, he decided to want to go to Jerome cause he'd never been, which I'd gone in the spring and, uh, I guess McKenna and my daughter had been there, uh, over the summer. And so we just kind of, you know, I don't know if you've been to Jerome, but it's basically uh-huh. a side hill, windy road through a town that's too narrow. And yeah. I mean, it's so busy that you, if you, if you don't get there at eight o'clock in the morning, you're not getting a place to park. It's not right. Anywhere you're just circling around and yeah so we thought about doing the uh haunted hamburger place because that's you know what you're supposed to do when you're there uh, uh-huh when we drove past there and there was about 50 people standing outside we're like yeah we're not doing that uh, and so we just kind of drove around and my son went so this is just jerome huh and i go yeah this is pretty much it <laughs> I mean, it's a bunch of shops and you know there's hippies in some and there's you know not hippies in others and when I had gone before, it was during the COVID mask bullshit. And so there are some shops that if you even touch their door without a mask on, they're screaming at you. And there's other shops that are just going, you don't have to wear a mask in this place. You guys are stupid. It's like, all right, cool. We'll buy from you. Uh, and so as we're driving, you know, we just basically drove the road pretty slow because it was all about 10 mile an hour traffic at most. And then uh, we ended up seeing the sign for the museum and now, uh, another shameless plug for that museum is pretty damn cool. Uh, I had no idea that uh, the copper deposits that they're drilling is like 5,000 feet below the surface. They're, I mean, it's just, wow. 
yeah if you interest in history or you know how this country was made uh check out that museum it was really really cool you could have you could have uh ridden a rail car down into the mine uh i had uh looked at that place before which is a, that's a different mine the two the two mines that are at the museum are the main ones that started it all and those go down almost 4500 feet hmm. and then the mine that you're talking about went more sideways through through the mountain uh-huh and so that that one i mean i would have done that but that re- involved turning around going back up the the you know snake hill and uh, my plan was to go to there's a like a fire old fire station looking uh, gas station type you know, hamburger place that's right downtown Cottonwood that I've been told multiple times how good it was. And I need to know the name of it because Google Maps did not take me anywhere near that freaking place. So we ended up eating at Rock Springs Cafe because that's what you do when you're on the 17 going back. And that place and that place was was uh, that place is always booming when we're when we're going through there. Like we we it takes us 30 minutes to go in and grab a pie on our way home you know, down the hill, uh, let yeah. alone eat there. Uh, yeah. Well, we got there right at the changeover between lunch and dinner, which, you know, was disappointing because I really had my heart set on a burger. And, and then of course it was so early for dinner that they didn't have the brisket and the ribs ready. So you're just like, all right, well, I guess I'll have something. Uh, and then uh, when you guys went there for the pie, did the, uh, there's a, they got their pie shop, which is the old, it used to be, I forget what it was, but it was, it's not in the main building anymore. Right. It's like off to the side. Yeah. So that was, uh, I, I went in there and drooled at pies. And since I'm still trying not to be a fat ass, we didn't buy any, but I did. Oh, I gave, that. I gave up and when I I'm full fat ass. Yeah. I, I I'm aware. <laughs> and then I went into, uh, the, on the other side, there's like a little farmer's market thing that had all this, uh, I got some pickled garlic and got some, uh, garlic stuffed olives for my, uh, martinis. Cause you know, that's a problem. Uh huh. And uh, so that was a good little shopping trip. Uh, I definitely recommend going there if you like all that stupid shit. If you don't, then you know, don't listen to me. Go get a pie. No, the pies are great, all of them. Like I haven't, I haven't had a bad pie from there. The uh, man, if you can get get there in the summertime, and they have the uh, they have the blueberry pie. Oof. Oh yeah, the blueberry pie. Yeah, the blueberry I pie would, is amazing. I will go back to being a fat ass if I. Yeah. I didn't go in the pie shop because I had a bad feeling if there was blueberry, it was going to go down. Uh, it's more of a summer fruit. They'll have like right now, they still have some berry, but it's like mixed berry. They got your strawberry rhubarb. You got uh pecan all over the place. Uh, other various, you know, banana cream and whatever. Your apple and your pumpkin, of course. Yeah, for sure. They always have apple. Um, But yeah, we didn't because I was driving the RV. We didn't stop there on the way on the way down the hill. Sunday. Plus we had to get, we were racing the clock cause we had to get Jordan to the airport because his, uh, he had to get on a flight to go to Seattle to catch his connector to Okinawa. So he gone for three years deployed. So that was fun. And, uh, dealing with Mrs. Average, you know, uh, just being a wreck <laughs> because, you know, her baby is, is gone for three years. So, uh, you know, I, I got some extra, you know, cash. We could probably figure out how to go play golf in Okinawa. Oh no, that's definitely in the works. It's, it's happening, but, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly when we're all going to be together in May. Uh, so not that long. Um, we're all, um, meeting up in Hawaii because our oldest, uh, is getting married in Hawaii in May. So, so there's that. But uh, at some point after that, like we may have to uh, kill one of our Mexico. Tri- well, not kill, but yeah. at least uh, I just mean uh, that's we a happy to, trip in May. It's not a. That's not. We a may. Day. No, I mean it, if for, to go to Okinawa, we may have to. Uh, uh, yeah, we could go to Okinawa over Mexico. <laughs> instead, just everybody <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, uh, plan that. Maybe Roger Klein could play Okinawa for. <laughs> Uh, oh, so how about that? So I was, I was browsing, uh, I was browsing social media today while I was at lunch and, uh, came across our picture <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on, on the Roger Klein, uh, uh, Facebook page promoting January jam. And I was like, huh, we made the internet. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're, 
we, we are their number one picture to tell you how fun that, that is. Uh, yeah. The Cancion, what, golf turn, what, no, Cancion something, golf extravaganza, something like that. Yeah, uh, so, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so the, their little post worked because they're saying limited, you know, spots available. So I went in there and bought our six spots immediately because, you know, the internet doesn't lie. They, they're almost out of spots, even though, if I recall, we, booked it last time you know like mid-january day, right, day right. before <laughs> but but uh everybody but, saw what a great time we had there last year and uh it's filling up quickly this oh, year and, oh and that's uh, plus we've been promoting it on the podcast so you know both both of those people have signed up so that, i mean that's two less places than last year but yeah that that was a total uh i, I realized after i just jumped at it and made sure we booked our spots i just thought to myself i'm all you know what i listen to a lot of uh comedians and their little podcasts and their shows and whatnot and they always tell you that the tickets are almost gone so you better hurry up and buy and you know they're lying right (laughs) so right i just fell for it (laughs) (laughs) well i mean we were going to get them anyway so oh yeah might as well just get them while you're thinking about it it's not like it gets cheaper when we get closer to it right Man, and then a uh, quick, quick story. Uh, Saturday, I, uh, you know, this is, I mean, for those of you who, uh, the, the two of you are listening, I was cleaning my garage, and uh, for the longest time, and don't worry, there's a punch to this, it's not telling you how I organize boxes. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I may or may not get the entire MGA koozies, uh, and for the longest time, I just kept thinking to myself, man, I should have way more koozies than I have, even though I have a lot of koozies. Uh, and so I was moving stuff around. I opened this, uh, you know, storage box and you know what it's full of freaking. Hmm. <laughs> You're kidding. I have a lot of koozies. I got a bunch of leftover. The sexy Ocho's ones I did a couple years ago. I got oh, the one, uh, the one with Bruce on the bottom. I no, not that one. That was, oh. uh, that was you and whip that did that one. They didn't have a magnet. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, and then there's quite a few of your uh, standard uh, average Johnson ones, the black one, black can ones. Oh, uh, so might have to break those out to pass those. Yeah, ones. and I even found a few more of my uh, Moon Dog ones. So I'm I'm yeah. set. I, here I was thinking I was running out. I, I will have you know that our uh, granddaughter was sporting the Moon Dog koozie over Thanksgiving because uh, that was the only uh, 12 ounce stubby koozie that we had stuck to the fridge. And she was drinking, you know, cans of Sprite. Of yeah, <laughs> she was. She was. We got started on Coors Light. Yeah, start, start him young is what I've always believed. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, up there, you got to have a koozie on just to keep your uh, drink warm enough to uh, drink liquid. Uh, we were. It doesn't. We were, stick to your hands. Uh, right. So. Everybody was everybody was rocking koozies up there. Well, you're supposed to rock koozies all the time. It's required by law. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I did not uh, distribute any because we didn't really come across any other humans that we had to interact with. It was the greatest, dude. It was four and a half days of of utter glorious. No, no cell phones. No, like I put my phone in in my suit, like. It turned off. I mean, it, I didn't even. I didn't even look at my phone. It was. It was amazing. And uh, if only so I could do that. We lose sight of of how awesome it is to not be tethered to your electronics and not be worried about. Oh, how many people do we have listening to the podcast? You know, <laughs> constantly like a mental patient checking checking in on that kind of stuff. Although I will tell you, as soon as I got. Uh, uh what yesterday morning when i got to work fired up my computer and caught up with all my emails and everything um i I looked on there and i was like oh we have uh at least one listener in canada now shout out to whoever Uh, so it's funny because you can break it down it shows me what what town you're in but in canada it only shows me the province and it says alberta which uh yellow knife is in the northwest territories so i don't know who in alberta is listening but if it was somebody from the yellow knife chapter that happened to be in alberta when they were listening that's possible 
but I'm trying to figure out who in Canada would have even found out about the podcast, you know. Uh, it's entirely that, possible when I went through Vegas and basically informed everybody I was a minor celebrity that one of them. <laughs> right. Let's see what this well, talking about. There, there's a there's a new listener in Canada. There's a new <laughs> listener in Indiana uh, somewhere. Probably me too. So uh, shout out to uh, whoever in Indiana is listening. So yeah, it, probably because you were telling pretty much everybody you met on Fremont that you were on a national podcast. So now. <laughs> It's now fair. we're an now. international podcast. Kind of a really big deal in a small way. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. The reach, <laughs> the reach this podcast has. Speaking of, so uh, back to, I have um, my appointment coming up on Saturday uh, for my swing evaluation at Golf Tech. So you know that I'm going to be going in there and, and I hope that whoever is working on me uh has a good sense of humor isn't a total douche right because i'm gonna problem talking shit that's important i'm i'm gonna do whatever i can to get him to uh come on the podcast if he's if he's got any kind of a sense of humor because i want i want a professional to explain to to (laughs) our audience that uh yeah how how terrible my break it down professionally how terrible my swing is and uh yeah I think I think that would be entertaining, and maybe he could shed some insight on the you know what uh, the biggest you know mistakes are amateurs make you know that all that kind of stuff. I don't want to really do a deep dive into instructional stuff or anything, but at least uh, at least get a professional opinion on my uh, failed you know whatever whatever it is that's prohibiting me from. Uh, Achieving your reaching, goals. Of, yeah, goal. So that's that's my that's what I aim to do this weekend is is have a good session at Golf Tech and uh, try to get try to get uh, homeboy to come on the podcast at some point to break it down for the audience. But we'll see. I was uh, talking to Matt today. He came back from Hawaii. Uh, congratulations on your nuptials. You were in. Uh, dead man zone so you don't realize that he got married when he went to hawaii oh you know what i think i did see that that uh he and uh sandy um tie the knot which is cool good for them yeah good for them they uh, uh matt was telling me a good story where uh they had this uh beautiful beautiful venue and they walked around it the day before and then uh very excited and then uh apparently the waves are out of control right now where they were in maui and hmm. waves just kind of washed all sorts of crap all over the beach. And so they end up uh, going out there to take pictures. And the camera lady's like, yeah, we, this is a good picture. This is a good picture. Yeah, you guys act natural. And all of a sudden, another wave come up. And they were all in waist-deep water. Like, <laughs> full full wedding garb the whole nine yards. <laughs> and I'm like, man, that's a better story than it not happening. That's for sure. Right? <laughs> so... But yeah, at, at the moment, I don't think uh, him and Sandy were too enthusiastic. But now that I had a few days to think about it, it's pretty funny. It's and one of those things in hindsight that that's pretty funny. And then uh, uh, the last thing I have is uh, went and golfed with the boys on uh, Sundays. Uh, me, Stafford, uh, uh, Steve Weaver, and our our last moment fill in was D Rod because uh, D Rod we figured were was busy, so we. Uh, had a different fourth and that fourth canceled and uh, Johnny on the spot, D-Rod showed up. So we had four of us and I'm not boring anybody to tears with, uh, we all played shitty. We all played well, whatever. Uh, we ended up going to tailgaters after and you'll like this, which is, it's a sad, it's a really, really sad point for me uh, because at the end of the uh, meal and drinks and stuff, I talked to everybody in the playing credit card roulette. Yeah. I lost for the first time. <laughs> and i wasn't even there you weren't even there god damn it <laughs> <laughs> shit so you're welcome <laughs> damn it that sucks and that, it's way more fun not losing that's for sure that that whole i wouldn't know i wouldn't know about yeah. that because i lose every time <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when, when, 
when the waitress pulled my card out, I'm like, no, that's not how this works at all. What are you, what the hell is that? <laughs> so um, you're, so you can't even, you won't even, uh, there's nothing, nothing on your round. You guys didn't, there's nothing significant. Uh, we had, uh, Stafford like to, uh, you know, go birdie, birdie, triple, birdie, 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 triple, birdie, 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 triple type thing. But you know, that's what Mr. 80 shoots. Uh, right. And then, uh, I had a few decent moments where uh, I hit the ball where I was aiming, which is, you know, if anybody's played golf with me, that doesn't happen. Uh, and then I was really uh, working on a lot of stuff. I like, I've been playing a lot of tournament rounds between uh, the two men's clubs I'm in and the MGA. And I, I think it really has messed up my swing because there's so much pressure to hit the ball right that you're not really practicing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best thing that I would think is I, have really adapted, like looking at Whip when he chips because he does a great job chipping, uh, and trying to figure out what he does. I watch Matt. Matt does a lot of good flop shots, and I've been trying to duplicate that. And I realized that I'm just a pitch and run chipper. So went back to kind of old school, ten years ago type chipping when I kind of knew what I was doing, and oh, my chipping improves so much better when you're not trying to you know do something you can't. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a, I, I still don't worry. I still bladed my share. Don't think I'm not mediocre. <laughs> you guys played Palmbrook. Uh, yeah, that was uh, Palmbrook. Uh, I way too much money to start with, and I hit some magic button on Golf Now, and it said, "Oh well, if you pay for everything in full," which is why I was a little stressed out when our fourth bailed because I paid for everything in full. So thank uh-huh. you, Rod, for saving my ass. Uh, and then I hit another button and we ended up, uh, we were 60 bucks a man, uh, for Palmbrook at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, which oh that, that was bad two years ago, but that's great right now. Right. Right. Yeah. This, this time of year, that, that's, that's awesome. Good shape. Uh, the, I, I always say this when the pin placements in the position it is the greenskeeper definitely didn't get laid the night before because oh. everything at least 14 out of the 18 holes was on a side hill for sure. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's one of those, you know, if we were professional golfers, it wouldn't be a big deal because we would just aim from below the hole, you know, but right. we're, we're aiming for the large green area that we can't hit anyway. So the whole, you know, pin placements like that, just, it's kind of not fair for a, a true amateurs like we are. Uh, but at the same thing, it's a fun challenge to, you know, Oh, is that eight feet of break or only two? Who knows? <laughs> uh, the uh, that course has tricky greens anyway. For being a Sun City course, that's one of the one of the more uh, tricky setups when it comes to the green complexes. Uh, for for being a Sun City course, I've always I've always enjoyed that that course because it's. It, did you guys walk? Oh yeah, uh, we all walked. Uh, that was kind of the uh, you know when we, when we were talking to the guys when I. Stafford and I basically started talking and we're walking. And so that, that was the whole plan. And I think I said it probably enough times to annoy all three of the guys to be like, you don't have to tell us how much you enjoy walking. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Did you know, I just opened another beer and I enjoy walking. <laughs> it is a good course to walk. I, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that course. Hmm, man. Now, I, now I got the bug. I'm like, I'm itching. I'm not, cause I don't even have, uh, you know, I got my golf tech thing this weekend, but, um, I am not, uh, I'm not on the schedule for any, any tea time in the foreseeable future. So I gotta, I gotta do something. I got, I got, we got church on Thursday. If you're listening to this, uh, come to church on Thursday and, uh, yeah, you'll be on the next episode. Yeah. If you come to church on Thursday, we'll get you on the podcast. Um, no pressure. Be funny, or we'll mute your ass. Uh, right. We'll just edit you out because yeah, I do we, such a such yeah, a good job editing. It's a good threat. <laughs> uh, no, but we need. It would be nice. It'd be nice to get you know a group of people there, and uh, you know we can do we do the podcast from from church, and uh, but I just need to get. It's kind of like I unloaded four hundred plus rounds of ammo over Thanksgiving. I need, I feel like I need to do, do the same thing on the range. I need to, ah, I just need to get in that, uh, in that, uh, box and hit some balls, man. Like I haven't, 
I feel like it's been months since I, and it's only been a couple weeks since Vegas, but I haven't played since then. How were you able to dial in your uh, nine? What, my what? Your gun. Oh, uh, funny you should bring that up. Um, so, you Kelly. Kill kids, did you? No, no. But um, uh, Mrs. Average uh, has never fired a gun in her life ever and uh so we so and i bought i just recently bought this gun um for home defense purposes and hadn't put any rounds through it and so got up there and it was important for me to you know get some rounds through it have her get comfortable with it you know show her how to operate you know do the whole thing and um so i go out uh i i take the boys out on friday we go out before anybody starts drinking. We go out and 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 do some plinking. What was that all about? What's that? <laughs> Nobody started drinking yet. Eh, whatever. Well, it was just one of those things, you know. Like there, we didn't have. There wasn't a, a tremendous amount of firearm experience in the group, and so it was one of those. Like I just called it, you know. Hey, before anybody starts drinking, let's go plinking now. You know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't mix a bunch of firearm newbies and alcohol and you know, it's not like a controlled environment. You know, we're out there in the woods. You got rocks, you got trees, you got all kind of stuff, you know. Sounds like a great tequila battle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we we did not we did not mix the two. So um, but I took the boys out on Friday and did some plinking. And then on Saturday, took the girls, um, took uh, our daughter and Mrs. Average. And uh, well, and we took Jordan, too but it was just us and Kelly's never fired a gun before in her life. And um, so I set the target up and everything. And uh, the target is it's a steel, you know, it's like three quarter inch thick steel, but it's one of those where you hit, it's got two different targets. One is bigger than the other and Uh it's on a frame and then you hit one and it spins it, you know, that kind of thing. And um, it's the larger of the two is probably, uh four inch uh diameter and the smaller one is like two inch diameter three inch maybe average math on that or it's approximately yeah so um probably gonna need to see a tape measure just so i so i i load load the gun show her how to rack you know uh handle the magazine all all this kind of stuff and um and she goes, okay, you fire the first one. Show me how to actually do it. You know, so I fire the first. I got 15 round magazines. I fire the first one and give her, you know, give it back to her and go, okay, you finish, finish the magazine. So out of 14 rounds she had, she hits, she, she gets five rounds on target out of her first 14 rounds ever fired. And we're, we're 20 yards away from the target. I mean, it wasn't like it was right there. You know, we're a ways away and she puts five rounds on target immediately. Um, and it was, it, she, she just was like instantly comfortable with it. And, um, you know, we had a, a number of different handguns and, a and an AR and, um, she fired all of them and, and liked, liked our, the one that I, the nine millimeter that I had, had gotten. Um, so, uh, needless to say that is now her gun. Yeah, um, so, and I'm in the market for my own <laughs> personal. So, but yeah, she had a, she had a good time doing that. So, uh, I figured, I figured between, uh, you and, uh, whip and, um, me, uh, any, any, anybody else that wants to join us, we'll have to uh, find a spot out here in the desert and do some plinking, you know, take the girls and, and, uh, the wags uh-huh. and do, do some, uh, do some plinking because now that mrs average is on board uh that's that's now a definite possibility so right on i i uh for this area where we're at uh, going out vulture mine road is kind of the most convenient place there's a mountain out there that i've gone out and shot at uh back in the good old days when you go off miller road before they closed mm-hmm. that, that was that was the way to go for sure but yeah i've been out there that's and that's not bad but the, yeah they closed that down a few years ago but there's another spot i think it might be vulture mine it's because it's it is it's out towards salome kind of yeah um and yeah you go you go north 
back north road to Quickenburg, basically. Yeah, north from the ten, and then you run into that mountain, and yeah, yeah, everybody's out there shooting at the mountain, which is cool. So we'll have to we'll have to do that for sure. Uh, is there a no drinking rule? Um, uh, we can talk about that <laughs> offline. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Now that the, you don't know who's listening now that we're an international <laughs> I podcast. make my own targets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we did not take any Tannerite with us. Uh, we didn't blow anything up. I didn't take any old propane tanks out there either. Yeah, that, I got a buddy that gets, does the Tannerite thing, and I'm just like, uh, I think I'm out. I, that's... I've like seen it. I've seen too many videos of people getting their appendages blown off by, <laughs> you know, blowing stuff up with tannerite, and it, uh, I'm just that's that doesn't excite me. There's there's enough possibility that I'm going to become disabled here sooner than later anyway. So why help the process along? Your your lack of use of your appendages is why you started this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right trying to get paid to talk for a living yeah i i need to start the process now because yeah if i if i can't uh if i'm an invalid uh i'm gonna have to make a living somehow so when this uh, uh podcast becomes uh ken sounding like uh stephen hawking it's that's what happened when it's when it's computerized yeah when i'm like welcome to the average minute yeah that's, that's what happened <laughs> I'll still sound the same. (laughs) You would think technology would be a little bit better that they'd be able to synthesize a voice uh, a little bit better than, than they did for that guy. The, the arguably the most brilliant mind of, you know, yeah. You you think something way better than basically somebody (laughs) flipping their lips and talking. Right. (laughs) Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, that's that's about that's about the uh, the entire recap of uh, of Thanksgiving and uh, what's been going on for the last week. Um, coming up Thursday, we got church, and again, if you're if you're listening, come to church, get on the podcast, be featured, and uh, and then uh, this weekend we have what the the Dreamweaver on Saturday, the Dreamweaver Invitational. Uh, if you're not signed up, I don't know if it's already closed out registration or, or what, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure, uh, he's got his field full. I think, uh, I know, uh, Stafford had to back out cause, uh, he didn't get permission to, uh, play, uh, or actually he, his calendar was not filled with the Dreamweaver, So, uh, Sheila went ahead and just said, Oh no, we're doing this. And so I know, I, I want to think he's at like. 51 spots or something like that and the full field's gonna be 52 so he okay may have, he may have a spot open still uh so reach out to steve uh directly if you if you want to get in but do it sooner rather than later it's uh bright and early saturday morning so and uh yeah that's about as far out as as i have planned um i can't even i can't even believe how fast this year is coming to a close. It's crazy. It's going to be yeah. Christmas before you know it. Yeah, I was uh, at work today and I got an envelope from uh, one of my vendors and it was a envelope full of calendars. And I'm like, why the hell do I have cal? Oh, it's December almost. That's why they're giving me calendars because the year is going to be 2023. Oof. Yeah, that makes me feel old. I won't but, anymore. But uh, beginning of the year, uh brand new mga season so we'll have to see who comes out and signs up and makes it a great season for us uh, and, and we have a uh, golf tech coming up uh for you and uh i talked oh, to yeah. matt and i think i'm gonna have his instructor reach out to me and schedule some times so i'm starting doing that also you're you're doing golf tech or you're just gonna do it on the side no i'm gonna do the golf tech thing i I thought about doing my shenanigans, but I figured that was really expensive and might not be as funny. <laughs> so d- Matt goes to the Arrowhead. So I wonder yeah. if it's going to be the same instructor. 
uh, he told me the guy's name and then he told me that he would uh, let me know and he'd just give my information to that guy. So I immediately forgot that guy's name because that's what yeah. I do. Well, you don't want to bring it up on the air anyway. Well, we can we can talk about well, that. We can this person and you know, maybe we'll give him a shameless plug and you know, I can get some yeah. 23 lessons. We'll, we'll see if they have, uh, you know, a good sense of humor and don't take us into court. Yeah. Uh, yeah we have said uh, <laughs> golf tech multiple times on this podcast, so we're probably going to jail. It's fine. Yeah, we we haven't uh, disparaged them in any way yet, but we'll see how we'll see how my appointment goes on Saturday. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on tonight. And right, well, uh, uh, we we did forget to uh, you know pick on Whip for uh, you know seven thirties past his bedtime. Yeah. So I. Did he uh, did he text? I feel like we got a uh, a message mid broadcast here. Um, no, that was just the one from you. Yeah, so I don't know what his story is, but uh, he had agreed earlier to come on the podcast and uh, come seven o'clock this evening. He's nowhere to be found, so hope, hopefully everything is okay in uh, chapter leader world. And there's not. Hopefully he's just uh, had one too many vodkas too early and turned in early and there's not something else going on, yeah. but, um, reasonable for him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I it's definitely, to, uh, I, I tried to bail out of work a little earlier and, uh, all that did is put me in two plus hours worth of traffic. So, uh, thank you snowbirds. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's not good times. If you're, if you're trying to head West at any time of the day, um, in, in this, in this town, it's not good times. It's, it's really, I've had enough. I've had enough of it. I, I need to. I need to get a job working from home. If only I could make a living doing a podcast. Uh, again, uh, you find two two listeners. Tell them to find two listeners. You know, so on so forth, and uh, I'll be working from home in no time. And tell your Canadian so. friend because apparently we're big. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, sorry for the audio quality. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. Uh. But thank you, yes, thank you, Canada, uh, for for making us an international podcast. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're putting a lot of our uh, you know hopes and dreams into Canada and marketing there. I'm throwing some marketing dollars that way. The Moondog Super Pack is going to start sending some. Uh, maybe we'll do some Yellow Knife koozies. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Of course, they got what twelve members, so a hundred koozies would be a little bit much. Uh, they have more than twelve because they bring like. 20 to Vegas. I, I said a number. I don't know. Hmm. They definitely don't need 100 koozies. Uh, that would be aggressive. Yeah. But we need but, some of the Yellow Knife guys to come down and uh, show their lily whiteness and have a suit sometime. Oh, that you imagine? Be... Yeah. Dude, it would be like it would be like them stepping on the surface of the sun <laughs> if, if, if we got them down there in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> it's i want i we need three of you to all stand together and i don't know why i think that's so funny but i would need you to take a picture next to the buoy that we put the average job <laughs> and we'll figure out which one's wider <laughs> get the yellow knife chapter at the sandbar oh my gosh they would die yeah. can you imagine i'll i'll pay for the spf 50 maybe 100 <laughs> <laughs> maybe get some of that paint that, that you put on the the citrus trees up in sun city you know to protect protect from the sun <laughs> uh or, or we just tell them it's spf 50 and get them like the copper tone for tanning oil the, the baby oil <laughs> yeah. uh no they would literally die they'll look like kramer after he uh, sunbathed and uh butter <laughs> With butter facing himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be. That, I would go. I would play their midnight tournament without bug spray if they came down and did oh, that. Yeah. Pro uh, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, for sure. And you know they got they got mosquitoes the size of uh, you know crows up there at, in the Arctic Circle in the summertime. It's not. Uh, not good times with the bugs up there, but I would I would do it if they would if they would uh, humor us with the uh, Havasu trip. That would be amazing. 
uh, we, we got the boat. We got the all spring for, you know, some uh, Hampton Inn action in Havasu. There you go. Uh, they got free ice. I mean, it's worth 400 bucks. <laughs> it is because the <laughs> ice is not cheap up there. I mean, geez, it's like, it's like seven. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's American. Yeah. That's like seven, seven Canadian dollars a bag for a bag of ice. It's crazy. Oh, man. Well, we really entertained our one Canadian fan. So that was good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably, uh, it's probably Huey. So, and you know what? One Canadian fan, you're probably just as white as the O&I people are. You can come down to. <laughs> uh yeah and we mean that in uh skin tone being super white for sunburn it's not anything else uh no we're not talking ethnicity <laughs> at all yeah. just we're uh, talking you standing in water that's about 70 degrees maybe and then the uh, air temps 110 and we we will literally watch your skin burn mm-hmm you could you could sear a steak. Yeah. <laughs> Get them some vodka too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, vodka on the lake always goes well. I've never <laughs> had any incidences or I've known of anybody that's ever had a problem just drinking pure vodka on the lake. <laughs> uh, it's always it's always fun to watch the first timers out there. Like, no, I'll be fine. No, you dead. <laughs> I learned from back in my day of uh, wakeboarding all the time is I had my friends because I grew up in uh, Northern California. So Sierra Nevada was a thing and they kept showing up with, you know, a case of Sierra Nevada and I'm sitting there going Coors Light, man. And they're like, you're a pussy. You, you know, drink Coors Light. And I'm like, wait for it. They're about eight Sierra Nevadas deep and just face down. I'm like, yeah, that's too much alcohol on the lake. You can't do that. <laughs> Wait, that that reminds me of uh uh man years ago years ago andy uh came to the lake with us but it was when we were going to um we were going up to lake mojave outside of laughlin and uh andy came up and uh spent a day on the lake with us and and this was back when you know i was at every brewery in the state you know mr ipa drinking all the good stuff and um and he shows up with a cooler of like all these miscellaneous IPAs and you know eight percent beers and you know all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with my Dos Equis or whatever Mexican beer I was drinking at the time on the lake. And he's like, Well, what the hell, man? You know, and I'm going, dude, you're gonna regret that. <laughs> yeah. You know, all those IPAs like, no, I'll I'll be fine. Yeah, no, he he did. <laughs> like, they're they're too filling and you don't pee it out fast enough. Uh, he was, he was, uh, not, not having a good time there toward the end. <laughs> it's funny when you get, when you get the people that don't know, you know, you find out the hard way that, uh, this probably wasn't a good idea. Uh, it happens fast when you're, you know, just in the heat and you think you're cool and everything's fine. And then all of a sudden you're on, you know, in someone's case, uh, drink number four, when you're going, you usually only have two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've always uh, said this was uh, it's funny to watch uh, people who drink cocktails and they drink them around beer drinkers like myself. And they go, oh, well, you know, he's had six beers, so I might as well have six cocktails. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's the same. What's tequila? It's like beer. Yeah, it's like beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, we, I say we for long enough. Feel, yeah, feel I say we time. we call it, and uh, we made we made it past the hour mark. So uh, y'all are welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you listen to that diatribe? You're welcome. There, there's at least forty minutes of just filler there. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so again, be at church on Thursday, and you can yeah. you can tell your lame ass stories about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to get a uh some new perspectives on here different uh different different topics we can discuss greg if you show up to church uh if you're if you even listen to the podcast <laughs> and show up to church uh we're not going to talk about politics so uh you're welcome to come on 
and uh, anybody else who's listening, show up to church. If you don't know where it's at, get a hold of me. Uh, we usually six, little after six, hit balls until we're done hitting balls, and then we tailgate until we're done tailgating. So until Mooney finally shows up, and then you know he just starts drinking in the parking lot. Uh, right, that's if you show up at a reasonable hour. Sometimes you'll go hit, you know, three, five balls. Three, five, yeah. <laughs> well, I hit them all perfect on the range. Everything's perfect on the range. Yeah, not for me. It's a, it's a struggle. I don't like those mats. But yeah, so show up to church on Thursday and uh, get on the podcast. And um, if not, if you're one of our folks in Canada or Indiana or Detroit or wherever the hell you are that's not here, uh, yeah. well, they can, but you know, it'd be logistics would be a challenge. Um, I'll buy you, but anyway, off. if you're here or if you're, if you're not here, uh, thank you all for listening and, uh, we appreciate the support and, uh, we will see you in the rough. Talk to you soon.